0: Welcome to Movie Guys Podcast presents our review of Don't Breathe. My name is Jordan. I'm along here with Eric and Ed. How are you guys doing today?
1: <laughs> Not too bad.
0: Not too bad. Yeah, you guys like my you guys like my radio voice. I have a better radio voice than that.
1: I, you so, know what?
2: I, I well, like it. If you have actually could slip into a broadcaster voice, I'd, I'd like to hear it. Okay. So, uh, welcome everybody to. Uh, 92.5 movie guys
0: podcast (laughs) make sure everybody downloads this episode because it is badass i'm here with eric and ed how are you guys doing tonight (laughs) this is pretty good
1: w (laughs) W nice. (laughs) Nice. private parts
0: reference that's good that's good (laughs) pig vomit nice that's good how you guys doing though we're reviewing uh this movie this is uh this is kind of a sleeper movie i i I never
2: would have seen this movie it wasn't for the show would you guys have seen this movie no. I, you know what? Yeah, because I forgot what movie I was in, and I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, okay, this actually seems pretty cool. I, I want to go see it. And I like the scary movie. Sure. So so why not? you know And we're getting into kind of uh, the, the season for scary movies. Yeah, I know. We got Blair Witch coming up soon, which I'm excited for. So, uh, so I'm excited. You know, little, little thrillers, you know, I, I, I enjoy them. They... Um, are far and few between. Some of them are, are god awful some of them... It, it's rare that you get one that's actually good, is what I'm trying to say.
0: True, yeah, because personal opinion, I don't know if you guys agree, but the last movie that I saw that was a great like, thrill or horror movie in theaters was uh, Crimson Peak, I think, the one with uh, the one that uh, Basio Daltilro. Is that is that right? That's what I'm talking about.
2: Uh, No, I think you're talking about um, the guy who did like uh, Pan's Labyrinth Pacific- and stuff right there. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. What was it, what the, that? What was a Crimson Peak? Was it, it was Guillermo?
2: Guillermo, something like that. Is that what it was? Yeah.
0: Was that that movie? It was, it was like some haunted house movie that
2: he did like a year or two ago, and it was really good.
0: It yeah,
2: it's was, it was, it was the big house, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know if it was called Crimson Peak. I could be wrong.
2: Yeah, uh, Guillermo del Toro. I think is what it's called. Uh, yeah, uh, Crimson Peak. Yeah. Okay, good.
0: Well, uh, I thought the movie was interesting. Uh, I'm not saying I don't like it or hate it. I, I actually think it was pretty cool. Uh, Eric, I think you really like it, but uh, it seems like Ed uh, really hates this movie.
1: Well, no, it's not that I hate it. Okay, I this movie's not bad by any means, is it bad? Um, you know, and I would go so far as to say that I mean it's well done. It's just so was the other thousand movies that were exactly the same. <laughs> oh, really? You know, this, this is like if you looked at the all the the you know the '80s B horror movies of. You know, a bunch of good guys die, but they're not really good guys, and the bad guy dies, and then you think he's dead, and then he kills the good guy again because he comes back, and then actually the good guy was never really dead, and then, you know, the, that bad guy was never really dead, and oh, wait a minute, there's somebody chained up in the fucking basement. It's always, it's, this, it's the same movie over and over and over again. It was, I mean, it wasn't bad by any means. It followed the formula. It followed the formula well. You know, it's just, it was, it's just generic. Yeah. Ooh you know what
2: i i mean i i can't i can't disagree with you on that i really can't because you're right it seems like a lot of it uh and again its own plot and premise is its own um where it's this don't breathe where it's a blind guy and so you have to be kind of quiet and play to the rules of of that and it was interesting because there are certain things that they you know presented a challenge for a lot of the people that were unique and and i liked that but uh at the same time you're you're right i mean it's Kids on, you know, cat and mouse, uh, mm. you know, between between the guy who was, you you thought it was, you know, he was just being the one one being robbed, but it turns out he's actually, you know, a little more disturbed than as the plot goes on. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I I completely understand that, and you're you're very right. I think it's just one of those where it's just unique enough where um you again have this kind of this blind formula in it to where. Um, you have to be in situations quiet sometimes where you are actually sneaking around that because it it builds the suspense to it. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys were ever like that, like when you're kids or something, whether you're sneaking out of the house or just being a little kid with your – you're playing hide and seek with your parents or something like that or your friends. But, you know, being
1: quiet is a game. Yeah, but also, you know, like in this movie, every time they needed to be quiet, they'd all be quiet. And then all of a sudden something would creak or something would happen every single time. There wasn't a single instance I can remember where they needed to be quiet that they actually were.
2: You know what? This was taken in – so this was taken in Detroit, and they did a pretty good shot of what Detroit is, or at least uh, (laughs) the most parts. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been in a lot of Detroit houses, and for that being a Detroit house and how old it is, it did not creak like like a Detroit. Like every other floorboard creaks in a Detroit house. Sure, like which is I, which is sad. Yeah, well, I mean, they're old houses, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, you try we, having a house that stands for a hundred years and, and tell me it doesn't creak, you know, like it's <laughs>
1: if you don't rob those houses. Well, well, I say tell, I can say correct that it is Detroit. i was <laughs> gonna say tell people
2: Detroit, Dad. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I, well, I mean, it it was a good. Because there are streets like that that do exist where nobody's on it, where the entire street is completely deserted and vacant without, with maybe like one or two different people living on the street. That's very real. What's, um, and you know what? It's, when you watch a movie like this, you, you kind of find yourself picking apart just like the unre- unrealistic parts. It's you know? like, oh, well, that shouldn't happen. Oh, I would have done this. Oh, that seems to be the obvious choice type thing. You know, um, I, I'll give you an example real quick. When they're in the basement and they just stole money, and they saw the girl chained up there, you would yeah. think, well, okay, well we'll just deal with that shit later. We need to get the fuck out first. Like like like, I understand saving the girl, but I don't know. If you're a thief, like take the money and run. Get you got the money. There's no time to, to think about it. You have your out,
1: run. Get out.
2: You know yeah, And half the people
1: are dead that you came in with.
2: Yeah,
0: but that's where <laughs> A third Ed is right, though. I mean, I mean, Ed is right in that part where, I mean, this movie's generic because we as an audience are supposed to care about these people. I mean, these are bad people. Just like what I mean as an example is Fault Fiction. You're not supposed to like those people in Fault Fiction, but you do because of their characters. So you have to like them. They have to save the person that's chained up in the basement. And then that, then... You're not going to have an audience. They're not going to follow your your "quote unquote" heroes. Well, because they uh, you
2: know. they're not they're thieves, but they're not malicious. Exactly. They they follow a set of rules, and it was said in the first five minutes of the movie where uh, when they're robbing houses, don't steal anything over ten grand, uh, don't steal any money items only, and you know to kind of follow the, the line. So if they were to get caught, they'd get minimal sentencing, and you know, kind of. Uh, uh, kind of damage control, almost.
0: Which which I find itself is ridiculous, because you're a thief, you're a thief. I mean, like, if you see 20 bucks on a table, you're going to take the 20 bucks. I don't know why you would say,
2: you know, well, items only. you try to, uh, you know, they want to humanize them some. You know, exactly. To some extent. So that's why they, with the girl, uh, Rocky, uh, they kind of give her the the family story, where she's like, oh, I'm doing this just so I can leave my my shit house with my daughter, you know. Of course,
0: and so. that has to make us care about her. Of course, the exactly. One thing that I one thing that I really wanted to say right off the bat was I think what this movie is a missed opportunity is to make this movie really good and interesting. Was they teased it a little bit, and th- there was a lot of it in it, but not enough for me. But to make this a very interesting art picture is half the movie should have been silent. Because that would have made it even more scary.
2: All, all just sound effects, right? All effects. All sound effects.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, what I mean by sound is not, you know, like... You no, know, no, no, no. I, I get it. The yeah. dialogue is absent.
2: Yeah. That would, dialogue
0: is yeah. absent. Because that would have been creepy. That would have been scary. And that would have put us, as the audience member, in the real-world situation of what these people are going through. And they missed that opportunity. And I felt... Because when I watched the trailers with don't breathe? I was like, oh man, are you telling me like half the movie is going to be you know, talk and standard movie, and the other half is going to be this like, you know, like this like literally don't breathe flick because if you do, you're going to get slaughtered. This sounds great, and it just it didn't turn out to be that way. That's they good they did it for a few scenes, but not much. That was
2: disappointing. They did it for the tension building scenes. And yeah, yeah, you're well, right. They missed opportunity there. I I feel that um they. The blind man, which is his name, uh, I feel that uh, it went a little bit too far when you find out his level of, of psycho, where he's right? got a girl locked yeah. in the basement stuff like that. And it's just like you know, like I think it would have actually been better if you just kind of put that just didn't even include that, you know. But yeah, I, I can understand that too because first off, you add an extra you add an extra death to to the movie. You add uh, some cause of of uh, his motivation for everything. I can understand a lot of it, but still, I don't think, I don't think really think it was needed. I think you could have taken that out and had maybe another, what, 15, 20 minutes of other stuff into it. But why, could, agreed. Why couldn't they, I guess, question for both of you
0: guys. Why couldn't they have just made the movie where the blind guy is literally a victim? Why couldn't he have just been a guy who was getting robbed and he has to kill the kids or whatever, whatever situation it may be. But why does he have to do that? Why does he go with that bad shit? Norman Bates insane and have a girl chained. It makes it just
1: well. Makes no I sense. think I I think they did it for two reasons. Number one, it actually gave you the bad guy. He was the bad guy, you know, and it's sort of a twist. You know, it's not, I mean, it's not really a twist to people, anybody who's ever seen a movie before, but to those who don't really go to, you know, go to the theater that often for analytical purposes or who, you know, can remember other movies. Like, it, it's a twist that, you know, a lot of people most likely didn't see coming. Um, so, you know, in, in number two, it, it makes it a little bit more, it, it gives him a reason to actually be a killer you know because most people you know most people you think if you break into their house they're not going to murder you especially if you're there's five of you or however many there was um, you know if there's multiples of you you're not going to be able to be you know st- you know strategically slaughtered um, however you know i think you know, to eric's point like it was it wasn't needed it was dumb it was generic but like it was it, 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 i can see why they did it
0: yeah i can see why they did it but it wasn't needed because, I mean, like, I think this movie would have been perfect if he was a guy who was trying to protect his house. Like, they kidnapped his daughter. Panic room movie, but silent. That's what I'm thinking. like, no. like,
2: like You know what I mean? Like, that. that's what it should have been. Well, because if you take that element out of the equation where he, the girl's not trapped in the basement anymore. Uh, and by the way, everyone, the reason the girl's trapped in the basement is because of some, um far-fetched story of how he got the money where his daughter was killed by this rich girl uh, and the rich girl was found innocent or let go or something like that and the blind guy whose daughter was killed was given a settlement. That's where the thieves come in and they hear about the settlement where it's all straight cash. So they go into the house to try to steal the settlement money. That's that's sure. the all you need to know. And, and I'm not ruining anything because that was established in the first 10 minutes of the, of the movie. and Which is fine. I like that too because it's like just... Boom! 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 Here the facts, 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 facts. Let's get into it. Type. Yeah, Absolutely. but if you also
1: remember, it's a complete contradiction of how they're trying to humanize these people, and it's like nothing over ten grand, only steal stuff, never cash. Oh, wait a minute. There's a hundred. There's a million dollars in cash in this yeah, guy's basement. Let's, let's go do it, steal it
2: one last time, one last job, and so we can never do it again. I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. Y- and you're very right because it's just whatever gets them in the door. But mm-hmm. I, I still feel that, and just like you said, Jordan, it's it's a good enough movie. To where you get inside the house because he, it's completely it's locked down and so when they're in they're in it type thing they're like yeah. it, and that's 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 a good part of the movie is like because now you know now it starts they're trapped in the house type thing and it's wonderful I like i like how that how that builds that that kind of realization where you're going oh shit and they're you know tucked away in corners and they're trying to get that but I, I, where I was getting back to before is that when you have that element of the girl locked in the basement, I understand you're making a bigger antagonist or, I mean, a, a big bad guy out of this one too, something that could be in a franchise because of how it ended too but it just would not have been needed if most of the movie was these kind of um, yeah, these quiet parts where it was them trying to hide, them trying to escape, them trying to do something but at the same time not alert anything
1: Yes. You know, it just th- this just sort of popped in my head. This movie reminded me of two things. Number one, you, you guys remember that Geico commercial where if you know, if you're in a horror movie, you make all the wrong decisions. You know, but <laughs> yeah, if you want to yeah. save you know money on insurance, you you know whatever. Like it, it was that movie combined with the video game Clock Tower because there's a lot of things that like you gotta be real silent, and then you make an accidental noise, and then all of a sudden there's the bad guy getting ready to kill you. You gotta run.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: You know, I don't know if either of you ever played the, the game Clock Tower. It was, uh, you know, I remember playing uh, it. That was a fun it on, game. On... Was that like a oh, yeah. like, like
2: the Goblin where you have to go kind of to go around and? Uh... I don't
1: remember. I don't remember what the guy's name, but he but he had uh, he had like a giant pair of scissors or something, and like you always had to hide it's because a you, you know he
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah. But it was from it was like the 64-bit consoles, like or you, it might have even been Sega. It might it might have been, I don't remember exactly. I have to look that up. It might have been Sega, like the 16-bit Sega Genesis. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's an older one. Like, it was just, I, I, I can't say this enough, and I, and I, I feel bad because I, I feel like I'm being generic by not having anything more to say about it. But, like, uh, this movie's generic. It's well, good. Well, no, I th- I it wasn't awful.
2: I think we've laid out parts of the movie. And this is what I like doing about this podcast, is that, you know, not only do we, we express the parts that we didn't like, but what we feel maybe would have done better in its place. And uh, there's really not much to it because, again, as you're watching this movie and you're thinking to yourself, well, what, what, would, what could have been done differently, only a few actually came to mind in the actual chase that happened inside the house. Um, sure, A few yeah. that came to mind. One was at the end or towards the end when um, both uh, Rocky and the, the, the boy, uh, the, the kid or whatever the hell like that, were, were actually trying to leave. Um, this is, again, towards the end. So, like, Rocky was already tied up in the basement. And he woke up from the the washer uh, from the laundry room type thing and realized that the other dude was stabbed instead of him, right? And yeah. he has the keys, and he wanted he went to the door first, and then you thought he was gonna unlock the door, but instead he grabbed the the hammer or whatever, went downstairs, beat the blind guy, rescued Rocky. They go upstairs again, and now he's struggling to open up the door again, and. I, I don't know. I feel like if you went to the chopper, the door first? Maybe you should because you established that there's four locks on the damn thing. Each of them would probably separate keys. Unlock the doors first, maybe if you're already there and then and then do it. But again, that that's stretching just because I'm the viewer, it's easy for me to say that when you're probably in a situation you're thinking, "Okay, well let me let me eliminate the bad guy first and then we'll go." But, um, yeah,
0: yeah, no, hell yeah, good point. Man. In that case, yeah, then why even bother?
2: Why even, you know? But uh, whatever. That, that was another part, and then they kept the guy alive too. Like they could have easily just killed the guy and then and then booked it, but
0: right? Why didn't they just kill him and just say screw it?
2: Yeah, and if they're worried Oops. about their blood being everywhere, then at the end of the movie, when the ambulance actually does come and get the guy. I mean, there's blood everywhere. There's a dead body in the laundry room. They don't seem to, to address that at all either. No, they don't. They forget yeah, they, and that. they just
1: say, oh, yeah, they didn't steal anything. Nothing happened. I just defended myself.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the other part, too. So, Here's the other part, too. Is that the, the Detroit police does not get there in five minutes after the alarm sounds. Like, nice. I, that's, <laughs> they'll get there maybe in an hour, you know? <laughs>
0: Oh, true point, true point.
2: I but again, that. that's an, well, at least only one car came. At least it wasn't like a whole squad. It was like the one car car that was in the area. Just like, yeah, I guess we're right by here.
0: So. Oh, yeah, which is which is funny because you know what, Ed? I came with this thinking I know Ed thinks this movie's bad or whatever because I knew that you were just like whatever, you know, but now that we're having this conversation I'm starting to see what you're saying because yeah, I mean like you're talking about with the blood it's like there was this there this no thought to it. It was just let's make this movie because we can. There was no I don't feel there was any love to it. I think this movie could have been a very very good art house oscar independent film contender if they just would have done a lot of things different cuz what a great idea.
1: You know, I, let's I take you, there. you know,
0: let's take the idea of panic room but let's make it silent, and let's have the bad guys be the good guys, and you know let's you know let's 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 try to spin this this world on its head, which we've seen a thousand times. I mean, we have seen this again and again and again. These kind of movies, and this movie does the same thing that all these movies does. It's generic. So, uh, which doesn't
2: you know? Well, so let's wrap it up. What are your, your final thoughts then? These, by the way, a small cast too, did it very well. There was four people pretty much who were the main parts of the movie. There's three thieves and then the blind guy. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it worked. Small cast. It doesn't need to be big. You know, I guess if you cut you the fifth of, of the girl in the basement, but she didn't have any speaking parts. So. No. Uh, okay. Well, I guess my final thought would be
0: it's okay. Not great. Still better than Independence Day 2. So <laughs> it gets a pass. Uh, that's, that's my two cents. It gets a pass because it's better than Independent State 2. Uh, wait for it to come on Netflix. Uh, don't even bother running it. Just, just stream it. Like, it's, it's not great. No, I don't recommend this movie. I do not recommend <laughs> he gets it. gets a
2: pass, but doesn't recommend
0: it. It's a pass, but I just, I just don't, I, there's, there's, there's just nothing there. You know, it's nothing to go, oh my God, dude, did you see that scene? Can you guys tell me
2: one scene in the movie where you're like,
0: oh man, that's sweet.
2: No, there, no. no, I didn't have any you know? any movies or parts in that. I only had parts where I actually went, "Oh shit!" and it was all involved with the dog,
1: right? Yeah, that's true. We left out the dog. That's that's like the best character in the whole in the whole movie, is a dog. You yeah. know,
0: like uh, one of the things that I always bring up because I know I'm rambling on about this, but um, it's, the, it's the it's the it's the schoolyard theory. You know, like, you know, like, we go see a movie and you go back when you're in school, or whatever, and you go to your buddies in the schoolyard and go, Oh my God, dude, you got to see the new Friday the 13th movie because of this amazing killer or something. You know, like, there was none of that even remotely in this to make me go, uh, Eric and Ed, you got to see this flick because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So that's why I say it's a pass because it's generic and it's fine, but there's nothing. There's just nothing to it to make me go, hey Eric, Ed, you guys got to see this movie.
2: You know what I mean? No, no, that's I I understand that completely. So that's that's my two cents.
1: Yeah, and you know when we were all talking about like what which movies we should do, like we were all relatively excited. I'm not saying that like any of us were like we have to have to have to pick this movie over any other movie to go see. Sure. You know, so I mean, we were we did make this decision over other movies which were bigger. But then, you know, you know, between the you know, the three of us having the, the, the conversations like after the movie and when we wanted to do it, I, I hate to say that, you know, I I didn't really care to even review the movie because it was just I I, I didn't I, I didn't I didn't like the movie, I didn't hate it, but it's just one of those things that like I honestly don't think anybody's gonna want to download this this episode after watching this movie. Because everybody that saw it's like, I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. I don't care about it.
0: Yeah, well, you know, a good point. And I'm excited to see what people think about it because this movie did not do terrible in the box office. So, I mean, it's not great,
2: but it's not terrible. Is it, oh, final views there, Ed? What's that? I mean, was was that it? I guess. Yeah, it well, no, I mean, past. it's just.
1: I, mean, I agree with Jordan that it's. I mean, it's, this is a definitely a Netflix movie. If you've got nothing else to watch, like you've gone through everything else on Netflix, or Hulu, or wherever it ends up. In three months from now, because that's exactly what's going to happen. This is going to go, you know, to DVD and then streaming within a month. You know, it's it wasn't awful. I don't want to pe- I I don't want people to think that I think this movie was bad. It wasn't. I I can't say that I didn't enjoy myself while in the theater. I, I just I, I it, there's n- there's nothing to talk about. You know, it's, it's there's nothing to grasp at. Like the scene with the dog, that was cool. You know, but it was just it's just so generic. And you know, I think. To, to jordan's point had they made the movie half silent you know to where you know you, you've got something like that's intense that adds something that's something that unique but that i think i hate to say it but i feel like that what's that's it's too intelligent for this movie nice, nice. you know uh, yeah. I, I i i mean i i know i've said a lot about having nothing to say about the movie, but there's, there's there's really, if you've seen a horror movie, you've seen this movie. Sure. Good really. point.
0: Good point. Good point.
1: Uh, Eric,
0: what's your, uh, what's your final verdict? So uh,
2: I did enjoy this movie, uh, but I agree with you guys. There's nothing special to it. It's not anything that, you know, I'm going to run into, I guess, the water cooler tomorrow morning and just say, hey, this, this, and this, and, and this is why you got to see it. I enjoyed the movie for the simple fact that, um, well, this is a date movie. It's, oh, good point. That's really what what this kind of this movie is: is that it's it's a date movie because it's a tension building, it's suspense building, and it's got the it's got the spooky jumps, you know, the turns, or you didn't expect the thing to be there, but the guy's there. You didn't, you know, it, it's that's all what it is. It's an it's an arm grabber. It's a popcorn eater. It's a date movie, plain and simple. And. um, so I enjoyed it for that aspect, just because those are they're fun movies type thing, and I really did you know enjoy it from top to bottom. Um, again, it's a movie that's going to be easily forgotten next week, uh, you know, when it comes down to it. But yeah, oh yeah, I saw that movie. If it's on TV while I'm channel surfing, I'll have it on the background. That's fine. I would recommend the movie as a date movie. Sure, if you want to go see it in theaters and there's nothing else to see, why the hell not? But um, it's not like I, I would say you have to go see it type thing. It's just one of those where I don't know. It's 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 a date movie. If you're looking for just kind of like a lame night, <laughs> then, nice. then 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 watch it type thing. But I do feel that this movie would do better in the theaters than it would at home, um, only because a movie like this deserves a, little, a bit more of the atmosphere, you know? A bigger screen, dark areas. So unless you have it at home, unless you have, like, a home theater set up where you got a big screen at home, the sound system, turn off all the lights, and then you watch it, it's going to help out. But I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. The the guy who wrote it and directed it is the same guy who did The New Evil Dead. Oh,
0: that's right.
2: And the girl mm-hmm. that was in this movie was also in Evil Dead. And so... Um, obviously a big difference between the two one's all blood and guts and this one's a little bit more um again like i said cat and mouse just kind of just kind of bump in the night just kind of you know you hear the creaks in the floor but uh we talked about a lot of things that could have been fixed in this movie That could have made it a lot better but for i guess just a just a quick wrap up of what it is it's a date movie it's a, just a little bit of fun date movie ed said it perfectly that you've already seen it a hundred different times with what my bloody valentine uh, texas chainsaw massacre the you know the, the newer updated ones is a date movie little, little horror date movie yeah well,
0: yeah little horror date movie
2: i i 100% agree
0: like it's a little horror date movie but it has some intelligence for it though at
2: least it could add more it, i mean if you want my recommendation that's it, it it's i find it to be worth the watch but just don't go out of your way to watch it
0: absolutely 100% agree well, uh, we hope everybody enjoys this episode. Uh, we actually had fun talking about it because we kind of want to know what everybody thought. However, though, next week's a little bit different. We're not reviewing a new movie next week. Ed, this was your idea. What are we reviewing next week?
1: Remakes, fucking remakes. All the terrible, terrible, terrible ideas that have come out, and some good ones too. Uh, you know, the idea of like remaking a movie that is that are that are classic, like. RoboCop, or things you know, things of that nature.
0: Uh huh. So we're reviewing not just horror; we're reviewing all remakes. Yeah,
2: I. Yes. Well, you, yeah, you wow. got to cover all. That's a broad spectrum there. Because that is a broad spectrum. You know, action movies too. So no, any, even any the fan... mechanic is coming out. So that's a remake.
1: Uh, it, it all it all started, you know, with the remake of the Ben Hur, which is. The most classic cinema of all time, in my opinion. It's not the greatest film of all time, but it's one of the most classic films. And you can't remake that movie. And they are. All right. And it's just. Tanked. Save it, Uh,
2: save it, save it, save it.
1: it Tanked.
0: (laughs) Well, and then after our remakes episode, we're coming back with a new movie, which I'm excited for. And it is The Blair Witch Part 3. I'm really, really, really stoked about it. I cannot wait to see this because I did not see Blair Witch in theaters. We'll see how it, it goes. Came up, so I'm excited I'm, for that. I'm a hard critic
2: on this one. Oh, you are. You, um, you
0: are. You a hard critic on Blair Witch.
2: I'm. Right? A, I'm. going to be a hard critic on the on the new one because I. Well, I'll say before it. I think. I think they're going to be trying too hard on this one. Well, yeah, because they lied to us. I think. I think they're cashing a check. So, is what I, was what I think they're doing. So.
0: I would agree because they lied. They but we'll, this is a movie called
2: something else, and it wasn't. We'll see. So yeah, I've been wrong before. We'll so we'll see.
0: Exactly. Well, thank you so much, fans, for listening to this episode. Make sure to check us out on movieguyspodcast.com. Check us out on Twitter. And also, if you listen to us on iTunes, go to iTunes and type in movieguyspodcast.com. So listen to this episode and many others, such as Ghostbusters, Independence Day 2, because I shit on it every single time we talk and uh, some other ones out there. There's tons. So check them out, guys. But for Eric and Ed, thank you so much, guys, for uh, joining me with this discussion. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week for our remakes debate. Have a great night, guys.